Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, December 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Dystope AI Roadmap Rollout Town Hall. Let's take a listen. Hey, hey, how are we going? Hey there, what's up? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Lovely, lovely. Uh, it's, it's, well, it's not super early. It's like 9 a.m. here in Australia, but feels early. Um, good weather. So i um, excited for this one. Nice. Yeah. I, you know, I, I used to work at a gym and I remember that I, there were a couple of personal trainers that would leave to Australia for a couple of months during this time, because for, for us, it's starting to get a little cold here, even though cold is not that cold compared to like, uh, you know, places where it's snowing. Um, but yeah, they would leave to Australia because the weather was a lot better over there during the winter here. Yeah, it's a weird one. Like, I think right now, so I'm based in Melbourne. It's super cold, like, for what it is. Like, and I'll say super cold, and everyone in Europe will be like, ah, oh, you're so soft. Um, you know, it's, it's still only, it still gets to, like, you know, between 15 to 20 degrees Celsius. But for us, it's pretty cold. So, yeah, it's weird. Wearing jumpers and stuff in summer here in Australia isn't what we do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like right now uh, with the holidays coming up to, you know, these conversations about whether start to come up as well. It's like the the small talk, you know, with family, you know, before you get into the deep conversations about how much money you've lost in Bitcoin and Ethereum, you know, and uh, they start getting into what you're doing with your full time job. But it's good to get the, the weather discussion out of the way. Yeah, weather discussion's good. I think around the Christmas table, I'll I'll start talking about food. Uh, yeah, all types of discussion <laughs> before we get into the crypto talk with family. I think there's nothing more painful <laughs> than, you know, even when things are going well, even when things are going poorly, just explaining things can be can be rough. Um, but yeah. Mr. Chip, how are you going? Morning, morning. I am going very well. No problems at all with it being cold in Sydney. Um, we've been getting up to 29, 30 degrees already all this week. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Um, you know, for those that don't know, there is a pretty intense rivalry between uh, the fair states of Sydney and Melbourne. And, uh, you know, it's hard being co-founders and having this rivalry um, but you know, we make it work. Um, we'll get started soon folks. Um, you know, we've got a decent contingent here and this is recorded as well. Um, thanks for joining. Um, you know, it is kind of hard sometimes to do a spaces, um, when 
you know, we're based in Australia and we, we try and do things um, together for a European and US audience. It's, it's a bit tough. Um, so this time slot I know doesn't work for a lot of people, but this will be recorded so you can listen to it um, afterwards too. So the reason why we're here is um, really exciting, actually. So it's the last stop before our roadmap rolls out. So what we've been doing is like a, a long process where we've been listening to holders, uh, taking feedback for how the roadmap should change, uh, taking feedback for you know what we're doing well, what we could improve on at Dystope AI, and then um, from there sort of shape it into a roadmap uh, that we tested a little bit. So we went through the feedback with you guys on the town hall um, that we did previously. And now this is more about sort of talking through some of the insights um, that we've discovered, some of the things we're exploring in the roadmap. And, you know, we're, we're ready to release that roadmap just next week. So things are really moving fast. Uh, we've really taken our time to make sure that what we release is future-proofed, what we release is, you know, uh, really delivering value to holders um, across different, different sort of ways. So we're really excited to, to dive into it. Yeah, I'm excited to learn about the, the, the process that you guys have been going through with all of this. I, I feel like it does take a lot of energy and time to put something together that you guys are going to enjoy as founders, right? And then also getting your community to, to be part of that and, and to also look forward to what you guys have coming out. And if we can go back a little bit, I, I'm curious as to why initially you guys decided to even have a, an updated roadmap. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think the thing is in this space, things just move very, very fast. And especially for us, like a lot of our project is around making emerging technologies accessible, uh, you know, and exploring our story and enabling our you know, holders to do many things with that emerging technology. Now, you know, we, we can still do this. And I think what we offer, you know, and what we have offered in our roadmap um, is still very compelling. But the fact is the space is moving quickly. So Web3 is moving quickly and there are different trends and, you know, different ways of doing things now. You know, AI, for example, is also moving very, very quickly. I think, um, more of these tools are being democratized. More of these tools are able to do different things that, frankly, just weren't available and were unfathomable a year ago. So we were very early to the game and, you know, that's brought advantages. And we just want to make sure that we're able to execute on the infrastructure we've built to, to bring some new valuable things to holders. The other thing is, Moving to Polygon um, has brought a lot of advantages in terms of what we can do and sort of the partners we're now able to access. So it's it's also that side of things. Like, you know, we've moved to Polygon and it's a different ecosystem. Um, you know, the market conditions as well are, are different. You know, a bunch of things have changed uh, since we released our roadmap in May. And we just want to make sure that we're still offering holders a valuable experience uh, when they hold a Dystope AI NFT. So really, really just focused on providing holders value. Yeah, and I think that it, it does take, um, I mean, there's a lot to honor there as well, right? To, to be able to say those things as a founder and to 
realize what's happening in the space and be willing to to pivot right and make changes. You mentioned that next week you're going to present the roadmap. What is the rollout process going to be for that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think initially what it'll look like is, you know, just a simple announcement, a simple tweet. We're presenting it in a graphic format. So that's a little sneak peek. Um, So it'll be just a one pager that shows what we've done in the past and what we're going to do. Um, So, so, you know, it's, it's an easy at a glance view. So if you want to share it to friends, if you're a holder and you want to see like what you're able to access, uh, what you will be able to access, that's the source of truth. Um, so that's how, what it'll look like. And that's what we'll present next week in the announcement. Then, you know, what we're planning to do is take questions over, you know, the week or two afterwards, and then do a really big AMA where we chat through, you know, everything that's on there um, in, in great detail. Um, the way it'll work is certain elements will be like quite uh, obvious, like what they refer to. Then other elements, um, you know, we've taken some liberties to, to keep things closer to our chest just so, uh, you know, we're able to provide some surprises along the way too. Um, but the cool thing is like, We've been working on the elements of those roadmap items, even the new roadmap items, um, even before we're releasing them. So we're sort of at a head start where we know all of the things we're putting on the roadmap are, are possible and that we'll be able to you know, carry them out successfully. Yeah, that, that sounds exciting. Um, I think one thing that's going to be interesting is to also look at the past that you, the things that you guys have achieved, right? You've been around for about a year as well. I, I think, you know, you initially started working with One Planet through the One Planet Landing Competition, and you guys were one of the winners in that. Um, so I'm curious throughout this um, rollout process that you're putting together, what have been some of the things that you guys uh, as a team have learned? Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, quite a few things, right? Like, I think we've talked a lot about the learnings, you know, during the migration. And yeah, I think the need to just communicate things simply, communicate things frequently, um, you know, and, and work closer with, um, uh, I think, especially like our community team, working closer with um, our community in general to do things. Um a lot of the time we were focused on building big things and like, you know, just building up to a big announcement. But the problem is the announcements don't hit, even if it's cool, like even if it's like a, something that, um, you know, we think is, is really cool and interesting and unique, if you're not still doing the same communication um, alongside it. And previously we were like, oh, okay, like, who wants to hear from us? Like these little things, like little updates on what we're doing. But, you know, it turns out that it's really necessary and for good reason. Um, so I think that was like a, a broader lesson that we learned. And then specific to the roadmap rollout process, I think understanding, understanding how much people were willing to contribute to the project. Like we only expected a few answers in the survey, but we got so, so many really detailed responses that took the time out to, to, you know, provide us with the strengths 
they thought Dystopia had, the weaknesses, you know, how they summarize Dystopia to friends, partners they want us to work with, integrations, and then ideas for the roadmap as well. So I think part of what we're realizing is, you know, what we're very good at is creating technologies, um, you know, that are accessible, that are unique. Um, so, you know, um, doing doing things that are technically quite challenging, um, bringing them to scale, and then enabling our community to do things with them. So I think we're really lucky to have a really creative community. And so more and more, like after seeing the roadmap, and, you know, this has always been what we're trying to do, but I think more and more what we're going to do is, you know, deliver the tools that are able to enable community. So, yeah, the biggest learning was just how ready and willing um, community was to our community was to roll their sleeves up, get creative and use these cool tools. Um, we're really lucky in that way. Yeah, you you know, you you make a good point. I think being consistent with those announcements as as little as they are, keep your community's trust, right? Because they can see that you guys are involved, you guys are there checking in every day and and part of the community as well, right? And part of the bigger kind of general market and paying attention to what's moving and what's shaking and what was cool with your survey, you know, there was a lot of details, there was a lot of questions. You um you did mention, you know, that you you but you guys appreciated the feedback that you got. Was there one, maybe one piece of feedback that you were the most surprised with? Um, yeah, there were uh, like I think there were quite a few elements of feedback that we really, really appreciated. I mean, all of all of the feedback we incorporated and like ran through in detail. So we bucketed things up, made sure that when we you know, detailed our initial, you know, roadmap that each of the pieces of feedback we looked at and thought, okay, like, could this person um, still feel like the roadmap was valuable? Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of great pieces of feedback there. I think what I was surprised about, I think was, I think the, the prioritization of certain elements of the roadmap. So, you know, I, I'm a bit of a nerd. Microchip is a bit of a nerd. And so we want to do like technically hard things a lot of the time. But, you know, some of the roadmap items that were requested were, you know, more collaborations and partnerships. Um, and, you know, for us, that's pretty, pretty easy to do. Like, I mean, you know, obviously there's, you know, working with partners to figure out a creative collaboration. Um, but, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, like uh let's let's do this other crazy thing um you know let's do the animated defense let's do this or that um but yeah like it's sort of going back to basics and um you know and enabling cool partnerships and exploration of different nfts through ai is, is something people like and to be honest that surprised me from the start like our story was we launched um on terra in October, November. And, you know, the idea was just to let people make cool AI art or to like, um, you know, be really oriented to our, to our story, which we're still doing. But over time, you know, when we were doing, you know, style morphs, so when we were morphing other projects art as a marketing feature for one, um, it just really took off and people really were loved how they could explore their NFTs in different ways. So the other thing we're going to do is create a tech stack that better enables these sorts of collaborations. So, 
yeah, we're we're really excited about that and how the morph um, product will change as a result. Yeah, I think this one is uh, is a super important one to 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 talk about a little bit more actually as well because this this bit of feedback um, was really not not just about us doing collaborations. It was that the true strength of Disturb AI has been our ability to collaborate really deeply with other projects in a way that holders get a huge amount of benefit from. So we have had the ability to do collaborations that go well beyond most NFT projects collaborations. And so it was really cool getting reminded by our community how excited they are about that. And that this this was a bit of feedback that really did impact our roadmap because we were probably more focused on kind of looking inward and launching features for just our holders without so much thinking about our role in the NFT community on Polygon, among the one plant projects and beyond, um, and what we can do for them. So it's been really cool, like thinking about how we can take our role in the NFT community, bringing in other projects and giving value to everyone to the next level. And so we've got some really cool stuff that's going to be coming up, um, leveraging um, some of our classic original technology that we rolled out on Terra, but most excitingly rolling out with some new new tools of cool new AI models that have been trained up in the meantime and showing how they can be used for some really exciting and deep collaborations with other projects. Yeah, it's interesting that that was one of the best feedback that you got because it really embodies the WAGMI environment of Web3, right? And especially with NFT projects, um, I think that we had a huge wave of uh, uh, projects that were based around PFPs. And uh, and what you guys have done with your Genesis collection is you've given those and uh, PFPs more utility in a sense, right? Because when people really enjoy that that art, that design, then they can go and combine that with a Genesis collection and more and create some new art around that. Um, so that, that's pretty cool to hear. I wanted to to dive a bit deeper, or go ahead, uh, Micah, if you wanna. No, no, all good. All, all, all good. Okay, so you one thing that I noticed too that you guys are doing that I that I like right now is, for example, asking for the feedback through the surveys, and you're you're here, you know, doing your weekly or almost weekly town halls, so. So you are starting to build in the in the open, right? You're including your community. You're asking for questions. You're you're using that kind of hive mentality to continue to push your project forward. And so I'm curious about what made you guys decide this this different change that you've shown in the last couple of months uh, to work in the open with your community. Yeah, I think like the easy answer is it just enables a better product um, for us. So I think, you know, the advances in AI, I think the the sort of changes in Web3 in general and the different models that NFT projects are using, um, the different trends that are popping up, um, really have made it so that there's a lot going on. And the more unique perspectives we can bring in, the better. Um, I think we're really lucky to have a super dedicated crew of people um, that are all really creative. And so... The ideas that get thrown around and the ideas that were brought up in the survey we released um, were just amazing and were not things that we could have come up with ourselves, right? So, 
you know, even from from the perspective of just simply creating a better product um, was, you know, it, it made a lot of sense for us to be out in the open with it. The other piece of it is, you know, it's the whole sort of reason we started this, you know, it's to make things accessible, not just AI, but 3D modeling, um, just, you know, a law that people can contribute to. All of these things um, we do so that people can really interact with them, um, make them accessible, and you know, you know, bring them out into the open a bit more. Um, so I think, especially with three D modeling, like it's this new sort of um, world that people are intimidated by, but where we're sort of making those sorts of things more accessible too. Yeah, and and even though you know some people may be intimidated by it, I think that there's also people that find it exciting, right? To be able to own an asset that is animated and to be able to use it in some kind of metaverse. So I, I really like the approach that you guys are taking with the different tech that you're playing around with. Um, and this way your your community can just be exposed to the, to the innovation that's going on around um, just the AI, right? Or, or augmented reality or virtual reality. You're, you're going to be including them in those conversations, which is pretty dope. Um, I wanted to also check in and see, so you mentioned last week, or I'm sorry, next week, you're going to start to reveal what the roadmap will be. Uh, can you share any alpha? I think that's what all the, the listeners are here for. I think we want to know, you know, is there some, something you can give us a hint of? Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do this. I'm getting some some emoji reacts from Giannis. Uh, we're excited. Yeah, I maybe I'll talk about the a few uh, yeah a few different things that I'm really excited about. I think um, more and more what we're looking to do and what we've done uh, in the background, and we've talked to our mod team about this, um, our community team about this, um, but sort of haven't revealed things to holders yet, but because our defenders are, you know, full 3D models, we're really able to, you know, integrate them in different games and metaverses. And this is happening sooner than you think. And so we'll be able to do a few defenders initially, like some test defenders. Um, and we're working with one game at the moment to do that pretty soon. Um, and I, when I say pretty soon, I mean like really quite soon. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's one item. I think like further showing off what our defenders can do is like a bucket of roadmap, you know, items that I'm super excited about. The other thing we're transitioning to is, you know, creating more of a hub for holders with different tools. I think this is another big thing, um, we're doing. So it's like a bunch of different tools. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, sort of building on morphs and doing more than just, you know, um, AI morphs and, and AI art, just releasing tools that really are valuable for our holders is another thing that um, we're going to do through this through this roadmap. Um, you know, the other buckets there, like, just um, are, are as exciting to me as well. So I think the, the types of collaborations we're doing, how we distribute IP across our holders, um, how we explore our law, um, you know, 3D printing and so on. These are all other items as well that we've worked on, um, you know, over the past few months and that will be rolling out as well. But sort of those are my favorite buckets, I'd say. So the, the holders hub and tools, uh, the integration of our assets into games and metaverses, 
and then uh, like the collaborations and how we explore our law and IP. Um, I'm excited about that. How about you, Mike and Chip? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say actually that, and and you you touched on a tiny bit on that third one. But to expand expand on that IP point a little bit, I think one of the uh, one of the things things that will be coming out on the roadmap that won't seem to be the most exciting thing, but it's going to have a big impact on our project and be really exciting for our holders is that we've been thinking a bit about how we can communicate um, what holders are able to do with the IP rights that come with. Um, different NFTs in the Disturb AI ecosystem and what you can do with them. So we know that going and reading the full detailed licenses and figuring out exactly what you can and can't do is not a good experience and that that's really tricky for a lot of holders. So we're, we, got, we got feedback about that being a confusing point in the project. And so that is something that we are absolutely looking to solve. So we are looking forward to helping holders understand what they can do with their NFTs and empowering them to go to the max with their creativity. Um, and we're really excited for what the Disturb AI community will be able to do with that. Yeah. And just to sort of expand on that, um, you know, NFT licenses are, have been pretty opaque um, in the past. And so, yeah, we're, we're really simplifying those NFT licenses. And for us, the reason why it's so important to do that is, you know, Obviously, there's the NFTs you own that, you know, the Genesis collection or Defenders uh, that you can own and use. But the licenses we're, we're providing and will give clarity to enable you to make new things uh, with your NFTs, to like use your Defenders for a whole bunch of things. And, you know, we've had some holders, you know, monetize using their monthly morphs or um, using their um genesis nfts for merchandise uh, arlene did that at one point as well um and so yeah we're really excited about that i think because our project uses you know 3d and ai and opens them up to holders nft licenses become um and ip licenses for ip becomes so much more important so i think it's going to be a huge huge unlock yeah exactly We're, we've been thinking a lot about how we simplify things for our holders and empower them to be creative. So from from the beginning, the whole point of Disturb AI has been that this isn't a top-down project where we just create things and give it to our holders. It's all it's been all about bringing our holders in. It, the monthly morphs when we launched them at the very start were about creating a user accessible way to let our holders access the AI technology that we have built and we're using to create create art for Disturb AI. Everything about the defenders, letting our users have the 3D models, letting them be able to morph their own um, 3D models and empowering them to go and put them into other properties to do things like animate their own defenders. All of this is about empowering our community. And so make it, making it really clear what people are allowed to do, encouraging people to, to um, go to the absolute max of what they can do and showing cool ways that they can do it. Between all of that, it's going to be a really exciting future for community collaboration in our Disturb AI universe. Yeah, that sounds exciting. You know, as you guys say that, I think of user-generated content, right? That through the education component that you guys will focus on with licensing for your collections, uh, I think the, the layer that will come on top of that is, like you said, just being able to be creative with your NFTs and, and use them in your own way. Uh, so definitely excited about that. Um, 
you you know you recently uh, mentioned that one of your your favorite feedbacks was hearing more uh, about your community wanting more collabs and so is there anything that you can share about any future collabs? I know you mentioned gaming and uh, maybe in, in uh, metaverse. Uh, is there a specific project or, or anything you can share in regard to collabs? Yeah, absolutely. So it's an exciting few weeks for One Planet, right? Like, so there are a bunch of launches coming up, and so with each of those projects, um, where our community wants it, um, we'll be able to do collabs um, of different sizes with those One Planet projects. So. What we're trying to do is create more of an ecosystem um, through our collaborations and more of a community across Polygon NFT projects um, and even beyond. So we're really excited to do that. Um, the ones, uh, the projects that we're talking to, uh, some old favorites, some new favorites uh, as well. So Hellcats, um, Cypher Wars, so excited for the mint coming up. Um, and you know, maybe we can get Arlene on to talk about that um towards the end um wrecked wolf as well uh we're working with um the mars and taunt so big big projects um big games big metaverses um which you know not a lot of projects can do i mean to be frank like talking with <laughs> talking with the team it's just like oh wow like you have the 3d assets okay oh wow they're real like it's just super easy for us not only to do AI art, but to integrate the defenders into and across different games and metaverses, which is super powerful. So yeah, we're, we're a collaboration monster um, at the moment, and we're just really taking advantage of that over the next few months. Yeah, that, that's such a great point, right? Because with that, just a to the asset, you, you are a bit limited to the, um, the, the deep integrated collaborations that you can do with projects but with a 3d asset that, that is rig there there are there's so much money being spent on building metaverses and games right and so your defenders can easily be integrated to that they're, they're already set up for that so so that that you mentioned taunt that's that's interesting i, I wonder if you can fight with a defender now you left me thinking. <laughs> I got one last question here, and then, uh, and then if you want, you know, you can bring up some community members. But um, you, you guys individually, right, Micah, uh, Uncle Dable, you guys, you're each doing your own kind of role within this top AI. I, I'm curious about what has you, you know, individually just the most excited uh, about the future of this top AI. What when in the in the roadmap that you'll be releasing? You know, is there one item that you can point to that you are really looking forward to? That? Yeah, I think um, the combination of more tools for holders and the NFT licensing really enables like bottom-up growth and for holding an NFT to be, a, a dystopia NFT to be your ticket to, you know, creating beautiful things that you can own and that you can proliferate, you know, and you can sell. Um, I'm really excited for that. Um, we already see people working together, so the spaced out team working together and creating, uh, you know, super cool themed um, NFTs like with the monthly morphs. Um, I think that's going to get even crazier. So I think enabling that bottom up community growth through our tools and through our NFT um, licenses as well uh, will be really exciting and. You know, we're going to work really closely with people to enable them to do crazy things. So, 
there'll be sub collections, there'll be NFT projects, merch, so many things will sprout out of that. And we just want to enable it um, and make it as free and simple as possible. Yeah, 100% agree with that. I'll, I'll, I'll add a, a little bit of different, different tech though. It's something that I am really excited about is just some of the really cool art that we're going to be showing off um, through some, in some different capacities in the next little while. So there have been huge developments in different kinds of open source AI art tooling that we've been able to incorporate into different parts of our tech stack. So there's the number of releases of new models has just been been crazy and so it means that we are able to leverage those um, leverage the amount of neural network training that other people have done um, to reduce the compute that's required for us to do really cool things so we're doing lots of stuff like fine-tuning models and incorporating multiple models into different parts of our tech stack so that we can get some really unique results showing different parts of the disturb ai universe and doing super cool stuff that we'll be able to show off in some um, collaborations coming up soon. The main place that you'll see the um, kind of new creative art stuff that we've been doing is going to be in some of our upcoming collaborations and who knows where it'll go from there. But yeah, I'm just loving some of the stuff that we've been working on and really looking forward to sharing more of it. Awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for, for answering those questions. You know, I, I, one thing that initially when I first found out about your project, um, you know that uh, that excited me was the the monthly morphs, and it was interesting to see that a lot or or there were some of uh, your holders that were using those monthly morphs in, in kind of like a DeFi perspective, where they created some really dope art that can be used as banners, and then they were putting them for sale right in marketplaces, and it's almost like you were yield farming in an NFT way through your your connection of a cool prompt and a cool NFT, right? Um, and so, so that was one thing that I always found pretty exciting about your project. Um, but yeah, those are all the questions that I had. I, I mean, if uh, we have some more time, uh, you know, any community members want to come up, uh, obviously they can ask questions about this stuff AI, but I'm also curious to see what your, you guys are thinking about, like the chat GPT thing that was super popular in the last uh, week. Yeah, why don't we um, see if any community members want to want to come on up? And in the meantime, yeah, I'd, I love yarning about some exciting AI development. So I'll, uh, yeah, I'll answer that question. Um, and then, and Uncle David, do you want to see if um promote anyone up to speaker if they, they want to ask a, ask a question? Um, but uh, yeah, I'll answer your question, Edwin. I'll give a little bit of my take and then, um, you can say what you think too, but um, it's been a, a, a wild time being in the AI space. When we first got involved in um, working publicly on Disturb AI, it was a completely different universe before most of these public AI tools that were really going viral. So my background was in a lot of um, machine learning and AI um, kind of research and engineering. I'm going back to some academic stuff at university in that in that kind of kind of world and so i've been following it for a long time but it's um quite a different experience for um ai tools to be like completely all over my twitter feed and having people in real life um coming up and asking about all the stuff all the time it's been totally wild um so 
Yeah, look, my take is that I think ChatGPT is seriously crazy. It is the first implementation of a large language model where I've been personally like, wow, this is something that I can actually use in my workflow and that I can foreseeably see saving me time and making my life easier in a material way, which is a really hard thing to build a product to do. So it is totally crazy. And I think the craziest thing is that there are really clear engineering directions to make it even better. So there is, there's like right now, I think clear pathway to like have something that is maybe like two to five times better than chat GPT. Where we go beyond that, who knows? It could be that the current wave of like just training bigger and bigger transformer models doesn't take us much further than that. And we might need some crazy new theoretical developments to go to the next level. But um, as of right now, I think there is really clear pathway for these AI models to get even better. And it's going to be so exciting to watch. We're already thinking about ways that we can incorporate the developments of large language models into the Disturb AI universe. Potentially, that's a little bit of alpha there, um, because we've obviously done a ton with the, with AI, 3D, AR, and so staying at the forefront of all these technologies is very important to us. That's super cool. Yeah, it's interesting how deep you were, you were into this, you know, and how that's helped you with the tech stack for this AI as well. I think two two things that I've thought about chat gpt is like how do teachers deal with this now you know because i feel like <laughs> there's gonna be some so much plagiarism going on with kids just you know putting a prompt in and copying and pasting and turning their work in uh because they're lazy of course uh i think you know if you're if you're using this for your business obviously uh using it to like help you with ideas uh i think makes sense uh, but yeah, so the kids things and school, that's going to be interesting. And then recently I saw that there were some artists just pushing back against uh, using AI because the AI is essentially getting trained through their own art and, and they didn't sign up for that. Right. So that's another interesting topic there. Yeah, I think both of those are super interesting. So AI ethics is a very important field and something that's been important to us is to stop AI from the start, like in a way, Disturb AI is all about avoiding a bad dystopian future um, and ensuring that AI does not take us there is a very important part of that kind of ethical framework. And we're, we actually will have more to talk about on kind of um, how we see Disturb AI as kind of a piece of activism in a way um, about that topic in the, in the future. But um, broadly, like it really is super, super important that, um, AI is used for good and does not create bad, bad outcomes on that, that, those particular issues. Like, yeah, the adjustment of the education system is going to be fascinating to watch um, and is a really hard thing to pull off. But, um, and the artists and AI art, I think, is also super, super interesting. Like, when we got started, the kind of AI art stuff that you could do was so um, abstract. Um, that it wasn't really a problem, but as the text got better and better, like, yeah, I completely agree that it is a very real problem. And I actually lean toward like there being some way to, for artists to choose not to have their work, um, be used to train models. Cause I think it is slightly different to a human being being able to kind of look at people's art and be inspired. Like 
the infinite scalability of AI as opposed to humans looking and learning is a whole new ballgame. So we do have to think about new ethics and laws that can work in that environment. And I hope that the community will be kind of positive about that understanding and that good, a good balance can be reached. Yeah, we got Giannis in the house. How are you doing, sir? Hello, hello. Uh, as usual, you really, uh, you know, I don't have a question. I just want to come up here and say hi to everyone uh, and uh, remind everyone uh, that, uh, you know, the Stop AI team is kicking ass. Uh, the project is top notch. I am a huge gigabool of the project. Um, and I'm really excited to see what the guys have prepared for us. Uh, I really uh, can't wait. I possibly talk with uh, uh, Davo uh, every two or three days. I'm in his DMs and like, when, when? Tell me, tell me. I want to know. I want to know. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. It is true. He is in my DMs and uh, he is uh, belligerent about uh, knowing what to do uh, <laughs> or knowing what we're doing. Um, but uh, <laughs> we love it. <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah. I mean, Giannis, tell me, like, uh, what are you most excited about? Uh, honestly, uh, I think that, uh, you know, uh, the, the game uh, integration, uh, I'm really excited to see you know, how many projects actually in how many games and um, how this will actually be, you know, to actually connect my wallet and, uh, you know, use uh, my defenders to roam around or, you know, just do nothing, just wandering around. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited and um, I'm also excited to see what you have prepared with, uh, you know, all the updates on the AI and, uh, you know, the, all the AI stuff, it's been uh, like three or four months that we see a lot of uh, things. Uh, it is in a, a really highly evolving uh, sector. Um, but uh, always the stop AI, it, it had uh, a unique, uh, you know, a unique way to actually morph the NFTs that we put or create uh, more from uh, from scratch, so it is uh, quite different from the other AI. So I'm also excited to to see what uh, you have prepared uh, towards this. Yes, I'm I'm super excited, dude. Like, um, I think yeah, the first thing with the defender integration, like it's quite a unique thing we're able to do. And the cool thing is, like, the MVP stage or like you know, even just integrating a couple of defenders into a game, um, like you'll be able to see that within a couple months, like if not sooner. Um, it's just like we, we've seen the previews of a couple of defenders like moving around in a game. We have that alpha. Um, no matter how much you bug me, uh, I'm not going to send you that video, but it exists and it's like all technically ready. It's just waiting for the partner to release it. So yeah, like a couple of defenders are already in games it's just like releasing that and then over time like you know working to go to more games integrate more defenders so you know your very own defender can can go into a game 
is sort of what we're working on over time. But yeah, it's happening way sooner than you think, um, which is, you know, amazing. And um, yeah, man, like, honestly, uh, Micah Chip, Rosie and I were like, it was a struggle to do these 3D models for the Defenders, right? Like, it was tough. And we weren't sleeping at all in April and May. But it's been worth it. Like, we can do animated Defenders easily. Um, like, you know, it takes time, but we have the capability to do it. We can integrate things into games really quickly and metaverses really quickly. Um, you know, it, it's it's worth it. And I think exploring that is is going to be a huge next step for the project and yeah right there with you on the ai side of things we'll show you first through some cool collaborations what we've built and then open it up even more um and so that's that's also happening pretty soon so yeah it's uh lucky for you both those items are coming out quite soon <laughs> perfect perfect uh yeah, basically, I am really excited uh, for all this um, for for all this uh, stuff. Uh, you know, I have my own uh, bit of alpha for a specific game because I I happen to collaborate with them. Uh, I have not seen any videos, uh, but I but I I have my own bit of information, um, which of course. Uh, you can buy with 100 USDC in my wallet. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's tit for tat. Maybe maybe I'll tell you my secrets if you tell me yours, Giannis. Because oh, now you got yeah, me on the hook. Yeah, yeah, we can we can exchange a uh, Intel, of course. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a smooth operator, Giannis. It's that that olive oil smoothness. Um, you know, it's we'll see how he did it. He came up here, wanted the secrets. I told him no. I told him he was never getting the secrets. And look at him now. I'm I'm begging to know what he's working on. <laughs> you know, uh, I always say it every day, especially in the wreck wreck gang Discord because. They are. We are joking uh, all day that you know. I am Greek. We have. If we invented bribery, we invented pretty much everything. So, you know, I can negotiate. Yeah, I I, I feel that man. I'm feeling it up close and personal. It's true. <laughs> Believe this, man. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm super excited as well. Thanks for coming up, Giannis. We've got Arlene as well. Um, Arlene, talk to us. GM, GM, how is everybody? Um, <clears throat> I wanted to come in and uh, build on what Cam said with the art. Um, my hot take about AI art is that the hyper, hyper realistic stuff that uh, you sometimes see coming out of mid journey and what have you is boring <laughs> as a technical feat, you know, and for convenience, fantastic. But I think that the dystopia art, where, like, if you look at it out of the corner of, you, of your eye, you see things that you didn't see there before, I think that is infinitely more fun. Uh, and especially since, like, it's more mysterious as well because a machine has done this and a machine has sort of put all of these swirls in and, like, 
did it mean to make it look like something out of the corner of your eyes? Did it mean to sort of try to do that? Um, I think that is far, far, far more intriguing. Um, so that's why I'm still here, folks. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, that was my main hot take about uh, about the AI discussion. Thought I'd share. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, that is, yeah, I my personal preference is like basically the same. It's uh, yeah. Like I, I, I am also very impressed by the by the technical achievement of how how good the photorealistic stuff is, and that's like totally wild. But in a way, like with something that we've been working on is like how do we use some of the photorealistic stuff to to like what can those models do if you trick them into doing more of the um, artistic abstract style that we go for? And so um, we'll show off some of those those results in in due course. But yeah, it is all. It's all about balance, and art is a subjective thing. So even assisted by AI, it's all about creativity and having a vision, figuring out what works, and then um, finding tools that can, can let you create it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see what you guys come up with because inevitably you always do something that will like blow my mind and will just like not have seen it coming at all. So I'm, I'm so hyped. I'm so glad it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun journey. We are also super, super excited for it. Is there any, is there, is there any one thing in particular on the, on a, I guess not on the roadmap, but on what we've hinted at about our upcoming roadmap that you're excited about? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the surprise, really, because I know you guys will surprise us. That's what I'm looking forward to, aside from playing with my Defender in a real game, which is, which is also really cool. That one is going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a very fun moment for us as well um, when we have achieved that vision and can play with our own Defenders and some games and see that fully working out. It's going to be super, super cool. Yeah. And uh, also, I have to say, the uh, little sneak peek that Uncle Davo gave me for the Cypher Wars collab, I think I'm remembering that correctly. That art is amazing. So that is going to look so, so cool. I'm so excited about that, too. All courtesy of Frecky as well. Um, shout outs to the main man. He's uh, doing some really crazy stuff. And um yeah, looking forward to letting him loose on our tools that we're creating as well. Um, seeing these uh, AI artists doing cool stuff um, is what we're here for. Well, thank you, Frankie. Shout out to this to this giant, to this real life defender, because you know Frankie looks like a defender, but with a really long beard. Wow, <laughs> you know what he looks like. That's real alpha. <laughs> yeah, we we have we, we we went for drinks together with uh, Frankie and Crazy. Where is Crazy? He he was here. What? He was he in left. Crazy. He, Damn. He, he's old. No, I I, I was uh, in uh, in Prague and Frankie uh, took the train and came in Prague and uh, we went oh. out for drinks. <laughs> I, I'm so I'm so bummed I don't live in Europe. Why don't I live in Europe, Giannis? Oh <laughs> missing out, missing out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty jealous. 
that's <laughs> I'm pretty jealous about that. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Micah Chip uh, visits me in Melbourne, and Rosie visits me in Melbourne. <laughs> but that's about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Are there any more questions at the moment? Um, anyone? Otherwise, we might wrap this up. Uh, it's been really, really great um, sort of chatting through what we're about to release and the whole process and, you know, the direction we're moving in. I think, you know, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things have stayed the same. And our vision of, you know, enabling people through emerging technologies uh, is definitely a constant. Um, and then how we're doing that uh, specifically is evolving. Um, so we're really, really excited to show that to you all to enable you all to do some really, really cool things with emerging technologies and really keep you at the forefront of, um, of what's going on in web three. Like we want to enable you to use the tools that we create, um, to go out to your projects or create your own projects uh, and so on. Um, so yeah, we're going to be that place. Uh, we're really, really committed to making that happen. So thank you all so much for joining. Uh, it's been lovely. Edwin, thank you for hosting. Aline, Giannis, everyone, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Anytime, man. I'm always excited to learn more about your project and help out. So appreciate it as well. Amazing. And uh, yeah, feel free to come visit me in Melbourne, folks. I'm a bit jealous still uh, <laughs> after the Giannis crazy frecky story. Micah Chip, I'm looking at you. You better come. I was here last week. <laughs> I know, I know. I need more. Of course I need I will. more. After the after the uh after the holiday period. Um <laughs> January probably it'd be a good time. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much, folks. And uh yeah, roadmap rollout. The roadmap is coming out next week. Um and then collaboration, sneak peeks, um, you know, integrations. That'll all happen as soon as January. So Let's do this. Cool. Thank you very much, everyone. Catch you again on the next one. Take care, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Dystope AI Roadmap Rollout Town Hall, recorded on Thursday, December 15th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Rolling down the street in my six foe. I never had a six foe. A kid can wish though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey this a weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I got a missus. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm seeing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the 
present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kinda running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space, while the wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit it's all nixed Waking up early gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say the shit is do or die Totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Terror spaces.